buddies so we have a fun bonus for you um before we return we sat down with the script for episode one of season one the pilot and we all swapped around roles and we did a table read so what you're about to hear is just us goofing around on a zoom call reading the pilot everyone swapped roles um there are no sound effects there's no music um except the ones we do with our mouths so I hope you enjoy our uh, narrated Foley work. Um, but yeah, we had a really good time. We recorded this after we recorded um, the holiday special. Um, so everyone's got the giggles. Um, and it was a really good time. Um, yeah, so we will be back with regularly scheduled uh, full episodes on September 15th. Um, that's when we'll be back in business. But... Yeah, I hope you enjoy this. Uh, We had a lot of fun, and I'm really excited on the stuff we've been getting done for you during this hiatus. So, thanks, little buddies. Hope you enjoy. Yeah, episode one. Okay, so I think... Oh, shit, wait. Who am I again? (laughs) Yes, so for our little remix... Oh, I love narrator. That's a great idea. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. So, for our little remix table read, um, Autumn, you'll be the narrator. Sean, you will be Dawn. Violet, Wait, you... Wait, I thought I was... Switch your uh, No, Violet was making suggestions, and I'm... Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm ignoring oh, them, because yeah, I want to hear you be Dawn more. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Those are just my suggestions. Violet, you will be Rita, and I will be playing the part of Kyle. Um, James is doing the very important but often sort of uh, underappreciated job of keeping the dogs fucking quiet, so I would have him be Ricky, um, but I figured we'd have a little fun and just play with Ricky voices, so. Yeah, I can also do my original Ricky voice just so y'all have an idea of what that sounds like if you don't remember. Can anybody oh, do remember. a mashup of Rick and Morty what? together? So it's Ricky. <laughs> um, yeah, so Violet will just be saying the Ricky lines, except it won't be the Ricky lines. It'll just be Violet going, suck my dick, you fuck man. Yes, exactly. <laughs> suck my dick, you fuck man. Suck my dick, you fuck man. Aw, jeez. Aw, jeez. We went through the suck wrong portal, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so episode one. Um, Yeah, in Autumn, I guess you can do the old uh, introduction as the narrator. That'll be cool. <clears throat> yeah. Are you tired, listless, looking for a moment of escape from this hellish nightmare reality you inhabit? Today's lucky winner from Sanguis Pharmaceuticals can help. Independent studies that are definitely not fictional show that listeners reduce their boredom by up to 69%. Nice. Today's lucky winner is not for everyone. Do not <clears throat> listen to today's lucky winner if you are under 18, easily offended by cussing, or a snitch who can't listen to fictional drug use. 
Side effects may include giggling, distraction from worldly concerns, and hyper-aggressive sleep punching. Ask your doctor if today's lucky winner is right for you. And it, it is. <laughs> Take with alcohol? That can't be right. Rattle, rattle, rattle. Do not take with water under any circumstances. Rattle, rattle, rattle. Rattle, rattle, rattle. What the hell? A girl's got to sleep. Hello, cherished listener. 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 Hello, Hello. See, this is what happens when you're the narrator for a while. My name is Cherished Listener. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm a Russian submarine captain. Hello, cherished listener. Have you ever made a small decision that had huge consequences? Don Menendez just made one. Don Menendez is about to die. Shortly after taking a dose of Sangos Pharmaceuticals' new drug, Comaquin, one of the most common of the 40 40 fucking fuck, one of the most common of the 47 documented side effects kicked in. Don entered a semi-psychedelic hypnagogic state for the next four hours. She spent 42 minutes of that trying to open a locked steamer trunk using a tampon. She spent another hour and 38 minutes trying to find... She spent another hour and 38 minutes finding the perfect hiding spot for a necklace that she thought was screaming at her. She spent another 73 minutes crying because she forgot how to flush a toilet. The last 27 minutes killed her. And then the old theme. Theme song. A swirling yellow portal opened in a drop ceiling tile of an office building. Sorry, what? A swirling yellow portal opened in a drop ceiling tile of an office building. Out of that portal came a blast of confetti, balloons, and Don Menendez. Shit, sorry. Draw my stem toy. Kiva really did not like that shriek. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no, Kiva. Kiva. Oh. She's just sitting there going. Ah. All right, all right. Channel my Kyle. Channel my Kyle. Congratulations! Welcome to the DMV. You're today's lucky winner. The, I, the DMV. Why am I in my jammies? You are at the Department of Mishaps and Violence. That's. The unfortunate outfit you died in. You were about to go to bed when you died. <laughs> From the look of that ice cream stained shirt, it was clearly alone. <laughs> okay. Uh, excuse me. I I what it in? You're dead. Okay. <laughs> Is this some prank show? A- Ashton, where are the camera? Uh, Skelly bones footsteps. Um. So the original Ricky was was kind of like Devlin, but a little less nasally and a little more like, "Oh, hey Kyle, how's it going? I'm going on vacation hey, soon." You know. No, this is before they fell in love, switching their coffee. This is before he realized they'd been swapping cold brews. Is an enemies to lovers slow burn? It hits That's you at the, the end of the season. That is the worst euphemism I've ever heard. Please stop talking about swapping gold roots. <laughs> oh. There's nothing cold about that. Oh, wait, there's skeletons. Listen, I absolutely lost it in D&D in the game that I DM because I I have given them different potions um, and I haven't fully explained what they do yet. And the whole team was supposed to have them and one of the other players just said, 
okay, so Violet, you and I need to swap mystery fluids. I was like, hey, that's my girlfriend. And she was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, I'm sorry, no. But I've been thinking about that. Those aren't mystery fluids. Well, it's... You definitely don't let those fluids on. (laughs) Yeah, I was losing it. But anyway, this is before Kyle and Ricky swap mystery fluids. Um... (laughs) So, all right. Um, Autumn, do you want to be Ricky? Hey, Kyle. Ah! Hey, Ricky. How's it going? My vacation can't come fast enough. Mm, Where are you going? The fifth dimension. Mm, Someone's gonna party. You know it, man. Have a good one. That guy was an asshole who keeps stealing my cold brew from the break room. Bones, he g- <laughs> green bones. Oh. He green bones. <laughs> he green bones. <laughs> tree, tree cock, tree cock. He green bones. <laughs> yeah, and listeners, we all got the giggles because it's even though it's August, we recorded the holiday special right before this, so we all got a real. It is September. No, December the twenty fifth. That's right, December yeah, the twenty fifth. Because Day. we because we made the episode for you on Christmas Day, even though it will be coming out on December fifteenth. So yeah, it's December. Okay, it's Rita. December twenty fifth of August. Roll Rita. <laughs> all right. Oh, a glowing skeleton. Yeah, Ricky's in accounting. Which makes his copy theft even more heinous. Accounting has their own break room. He said he didn't take my cold brew, but I see all right through him. It was at that moment Dawn began to take a look at her surroundings, beyond the cubicle in which she found herself. The room seemed to go on forever, cubicles lined up ad infinitum. Milling in the aisles between the cubicles were ghostly apparitions, robed reapers with sides, and an amorphous cloud of sparkling gas making conversation with a chubby-winged child. Shit. Everyone is... I'm really dead. I'm really dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Are you an angel? (laughs) Do I have four wings covered in eyeballs? Are you a demon? Gross. No, uh, I'm Kyle. But you are, uh... I'm Kyle. I don't know what that means. You don't have to. You're today's lucky winner. You're the 70 hundredth. 70 hundredth. <laughs> 70 hundredth. The number we all know and love. <laughs> lucky number 70 You're the hundredth. Go- Folks, we love 70 hundredth. You're the goddamn 70 hundredth soul. <laughs> you are the 777th soul reaped the DMV today. I don't understand. What could I have possibly won if I'm dead? <sighs> Due to the arbitrary nature of these deaths, these are um the criminal justice system. Sorry. Um, <laughs> due to the arbitrary nature, <laughs> Dick Wolf. Um, that's a that is a uh, that is a weird episode. We need to do. We need to do is. a. Oh my god, we do need to do a Law and Order. Just called Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. No, no, no. Law and Order. But there's a real wolf! (laughs) Yes. From the afterlife, covered in dicks. Yes. 
Yes, absolutely. We all and, worship and, and, the dick wolf here. And he gets insulted <laughs> by the secretary who's not actually trying to bone anybody, but everybody says she is. <laughs> okay, okay. It's it just says executive producer the dick wolf. <laughs> Don't go into the dark woods. That's where the dick wolf lives. Um. Okay. Whew. I she love the dick wolf. The dick book. wolf gives me advice. <laughs> I listen to him. Okay, and so we're gonna write this episode right now between lines. Counseling. Let's do it. Yes. <laughs> I always heed the wise and counsel of the dick wolf. <laughs> Grandmother Glasscock, what are you doing here? <gasps> Something about Mariska Hardonte. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Due to the arbitrary nature of these deaths, there are systems in place to help rectify this cosmic imbalance. Life may not be fair, but the afterlife tries to be. Souls that are victims of violence are reincarnated, getting a second lifetime on Earth. Souls making their way through mishaps, through the mishap sector, I'd typo from a couple years ago souls making their way through the mishap sector of the dmv who die in increments of 777 have the opportunity to go back to earth for a year in a different body for a single year because i jumped ahead it's a year in a different body for a year they go back and it is for a calendar year i'm sorry kyle you're speaking too fast how long do i get 365 days 365 days unless it's a year i'm sorry but from which but, planet? But I I died in I died in a leap year. So do I get three sixty six? No, you, you don't. Get 369. You get ten fewer for asking me too many questions. <laughs> Sixty nine. <laughs> Four hundred and twenty days uh, in a year. Sixty nine months. That's that is my calendar. That is that is my way I measure time. All right. Oh God, I'll get through this goddamn line. Um. <laughs> you may do whatever you want in that year as long as you don't tell anyone who you were before. You will be chaperoned for the by the for the You'll be chaperoned for the year by the reaper who was assigned to your case. Think of it as an opportunity to check some things off your bucket list that you may have missed. Wait. How did I die? It it was a mishap? Hmm. Let me pull up your case here. Take take take. Yours was a mishap. Uh, you took your new sleeping pill, and you started sleepwalking. You you did some <laughs> some stuff <laughs> for a few hours. <laughs> you got your curling iron out, <laughs> but you were directly under your smoke detector. <laughs> oh, I don't like where this is going. Your hair started smoking, which set off the smoke alarm. <laughs> that didn't wake you up. And the sprinklers in your apartment went off. And the plug for your curling iron wasn't grounded. You were electrocuted. Oh, bad. Oh, real bad. Well. Yeah, you had a real Rube Goldberg death machine going on there. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Okay, how? Okay. Okay. How is my year on Earth supposed to go? Okay. Okay. Uh. 
okay if you'd stop interrupting me every five seconds, okay? I'm sure I would have already made my way through that part of the informational pamphlet, okay? How about we save our questions to the end, okay? Okay? We'll be giving you a body that's similar to the one you had on Earth. We have you set up in your old apartment. Your cover story is that you're one of your own cousins who came from Florida to settle some of your affairs. We've paid for the rent for the entire year. Do we get a job? Mm, great! More questions I was about to answer. If you want, but it's not necessary, you'll receive a stipend equal to your pay from when you were alive. Well, um, what happens... What happens at the end of the year? Do I just... Die all over again? At the end of 365 days, your temporary vessel will disappear. Your reaper will escort... Your reaper will escort your soul to the final... To your final... I just wrote this. Your reaper will escort your soul to your final resting place. Which is... Hmm, I'm glad you asked. Let's find out and get you out of my cubicle as soon as possible. Not only were the ancient Egyptians technological innovators, but they were also surprisingly perceptive about how one's life is judged after death. The ancient Egyptians believed that upon one's demise, the soul arrived in the underworld. Upon arrival, the god Anubis, not secretly a glow, would weigh the mortal's heart on the scales of justice. The heart was weighed against the feather of Ma'at. Ma'at? Ma'at. Ma'at? That's how I pronounce it. Um, I am just programmed for uh, science fiction stuff that if there is an apostrophe, I do a little uh, little glottal stop. So, uh-huh. I don't know. If there are any ancient Egyptians in our Patreons, please let us know. Please. Please. Correct us. Please. The heart was weighed against the feather of Ma'at. The bigger one's mortal sins, the heavier the heart. Most of their assumptions were correct, except the mythical underworld of Duat is actually a cubicle littered offer space. Offer space. Except, the mythical underworld of Duat is actually a cubicle-littered office space, and the heart is weighed by a gay... A gay named Kyle, yeah. By a gay named Kyle. Yeah. I I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) And the heart is weighed by a guy named Kyle. Oh, no. Uh -uh. (laughs) And the heart is weighed by a guy named Kyle, not Anubis. With a small flash of light, a large gold scale appeared on Kyle's desk. Excellent. The scales of justice are here. We're going to weigh your actions on Earth, as well as any downstream effects they may have had for good or bad, against the feather of Ma'at. Ma'at? Isn't isn't that like an Egyptian goddess? Ma'at, like the head of our R&D department. She invented the feather. It's a proprietary piece of technology that measures not only the actions you did on Earth, but things like intent and being forced to live in a fundamentally unethical capitalist economy. Wait, 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 the weight discrepancy between the feather and your file will, will determine what kind of dimension you're placed in for your after you're here. Dimension? I, I go to another dimension? <gasps> yes. Whatever heavenly or hell dimension is assigned to you based on the good or bad your actions have left on Earth. In accordance with the first law of thermodynamics, energy cannot be created or destroyed. 
Your soul is just energy. The different death departments act as way stations between dimensions. We make sure that each soul gets what they've earned in their current incarnation, as well as that the amount of energy in each known dimension stays at a constant equilibrium. We may send you to a heavenly dimension who sent another soul to a hell dimension for misconduct. That hell dimension may have sent a soul back to Earth as a cockroach after they've served their time. It's a constantly moving system of energy being exchanged between dimensions. Hmm, okay. It's a lot to process about existence and the machinations of the universe. So, the better I left things on Earth, the better heaven I'm assigned? Exactly. Like, okay, Jonas Salk is in a heavenly dimension with a button that will give him a five-minute orgasm whenever he wants. A library with every great work that was and will ever be written and calorie-free chocolate. Prince is in a dimension where every meal can be made into waffle form, and he can turn things purple with his mind. They were both great people, who both were charitable and kind, but Jonas Salk's actions had a much larger downstream effect for good, even after he died. That granted him one of the highest-rated heavenly dimensions. Okay, well, I'm obviously no prince, but I I probably get a decent heaven, right? I I never intentionally hurt anybody, and I took care of my sick mom. Book being dropped on table. Shit! Book drop. Here we go. Now that your file's here, we can find out. Fingers crossed for the waffle dimension with Prince. Yeah, well, don't get your hopes up. You are boring as hell. <gasps> and here's the feather of Ma'at. Time to weigh. Clang. Metal clang. Uh, is it broken? What does that mean? Even, even is good, right? I, uh, your file has to be lighter than the feather. Even is bad. I, I've never seen even. The scale can't make a mistake. The feather is infallible. I don't know which of your actions weighed it down, but you'd warrant a base level L dimension. Not just a very boring regular dimension? Neutral? Like, I don't know, eternally stuck in the Denver airport? That that hardly seems fair. How? I, I didn't do anything. I, I, I'm as confused as you are. I don't see that you did anything that reads as overtly bad in here. What the fuck? What? Are you, are you fucking kidding me? So I just get to stew on Earth for a year, knowing that I'll end up in hell? Well, okay, I mean, your actions during that year still count toward the afterlife. For the day's lucky winner, we have a policy of rewearing rewearing your soul. For the day's lucky winner, we have a policy of reweighing their souls after their year back. We had some issues with past winners making some questionable decisions with their year back on Earth. You'd be surprised how many people managed to murder someone from their past life, even with a Reaper chaperone. Humans suppress homicidal urges an average of four times a week. I mean, things could change more if they're teachers. Or if they're, yeah. Uh, things could change if you play your cards right. Maybe your reaper can help you. You could spend the year working on doing some altruistic deeds together. It's gonna take some seriously hard work, but it's not a lost cause. Leaving papers. Oh, motherfucker. Oh, that slimy little turd. Absolute little shit whistle, you did it again. Okay, you've been rude this whole time, but I draw the line at name-calling. 
I'm sorry. It's not you. I just saw which reaper took your soul. She's mad horny and difficult. <laughs> She's sneaky. She's not going to help you do good deeds. She's going to help you do drugs. After a year with her, you may find yourself in an even worse hell than you got yourself into. Dun, dun, dun. Interstitial. Poof. A poof of black smoke appeared in the laminate office chair next to Dawn. As the smoke cleared, a figure appeared in the chair. She had a black mohawk, olive skin, and brown almond-shaped eyes. A toothpick jutted out of her burgundy-painted lips. She wore a white t-shirt with ripped sleeves, and the words cult leader were were crudely scrolled in red sharpie across the pocket on the shirt front. Her legs in black jeans were stretched across to Kyle's desk, where her combat boots displaced a pile Mm. of paperwork. Motherfucker. Why am I back here? You got today's lucky winner again. No, no. Oh my god, Kyle, my dude. I didn't do anything. Oh, really? Do you care to explain? I didn't cheat this time. Why would I risk serving more time? I'm I'm sorry. Did you say serving time? Uh, Rita has been in a hell dimension since her last time chaperoning a soul in 1987. I fucking swear, dude. How could I have cheated again? They won't even let me in the break room now, not after the turbogasm incident. How would I even accomplish that? Relax, it looks like there's a note here about... It looks like there's a note here about upper management already investigating. Either it's legitimate, or you're just getting smarter about how you cheat. Either way, I don't care. Can we go back to why she's been in a hell dimension? Dawn, this is Rita. Rita enjoys chaperoning on Earth so much, she cheated her way into reaping a lucky winner 47 times. 46. It's only 46. That time in 1912 was legit, dude. You really think I was counting souls as the Titanic was sinking? Whatever. Whatever. We have a ticker in the break room that counts how many clients we've served that day. Rita would watch the ticker and swoop in on souls when they reached increments of 777. You really make it sound easier than it was. My timing had to be impeccable. That doesn't sound so bad. Why'd they send you to a hell dimension? Well, I may have skipped out on reaping a few souls while I was watching the ticker. Like I said, it's not as easy as he's making it sound. 387. You skipped on 387. What? In the grand scheme of things, that's not that many. 66 of those became violent poltergeists because you couldn't get to them in time. And I went back and fixed them. Why did you try to chaperone so much? Why would you want to be stuck on Earth? Oh my god. Do you know how exhausting it is to be a non-corporeal entity who experiences all time simultaneously? I need a fucking break. We don't get regular vacations. I've been doing this since I was created in the Cretaceous Paleogene Extinction. That's 66 million years of work. If the Reapers would unionize, maybe I wouldn't have to cheat my way into time off. Regardless of motives, Rita served her suspension in a health dimension, and she's back at work. She's been rehabilitated. (laughs) Okay. What's your job as my chaperone? I'm supposed to make sure you don't contact anyone from your previous life. 
And there are also some supernatural creatures who would love to get their hands on your temporary human vessel. Apparently they can be used on some pretty juicy dark magic. Right? Explosively four. Apparently they can be used for some pretty juicy dark magic. I'm supposed to keep you out of harm's way. Rita will be tethered to your soul for the duration of the year. She'll have to stay within a hundred yards of you at all times. Please don't make me stay in that depressing apartment you died in for the entire year. It's not that bad. Your nightstand is a cardboard box, and all of your clothes live on a chair in your room. Uh, 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 Yeah, that's fair. You'll be returned to Earth exactly three days after your death. Rita, remember that you'll have a physical form. You'll be impervious to everything but magic, so don't interact with any supernatural beings, or fuck them. (laughs) No promises, Kyle procured a large rubber stamp from his desk drawer. He narrowed his eyes as he leafed through Don's DMV file. There was a spark of recognition as he reached the page he needed. He looked up from the file at Don. Alrighty, as soon as I stamp this page, your year begins. Remember, you can't tell anyone from your previous life who you are. You didn't seem to have much of a social circle before, so... Hey! Rope. So, that shouldn't be much of a problem. Listen, I don't usually give people advice, but I'm gonna do it now. There's a very high likelihood that you'll get shipped to a hell dimension when this year is up. I don't know which of your actions tipped your scale that direction. Your file looks painfully boring. You should probably spend this year racking up some really good deeds. Go for quality and quantity. And make sure you don't do anything to someone else that may lower your score. No offense, but I don't think you could handle any of the Hell Dimensions. Not even the white-collar ones where they send embezzlers and pyramid scheme creators. What am I supposed to do? Give someone a kidney? I wouldn't hurt. You need some hardcore altruism to undo whatever tipped your scale. Getting to heaven isn't as hard as people on Earth seem to think it is. You have to seriously fuck someone over to get sent to hell. Like, there's a hell dimension where they just stuff you full of kidneys. Nobody wants that. You don't even want to know how they get them in there. And Rita, you better not mess around. You understand me, young lady? I'm not entirely certain you didn't cheat your way into another 777th soul again. If you are caught doing anything, or anyone, and I mean anything, or anyone, to interfere with humanity, they're going to decommission you. Decommission me? As in erase me? Are you fucking joking? My crimes have been victimless, mostly. I'm not kidding. There's a note about it in Dawn's file. Upper management has had it with you. You know that bitch, Debbie. Tread lightly. Ugh, fine. Debbie is a bitch. Yeah, I seriously always, doubt this dork is gonna always get me. horny. Always horny. Always She's trying so to fuck. She's so fucking horny, dude. Debbie's, I don't get it. Debbie's so down bad all the time. Right? Yeah, like, she's just begging for HR to come after her. Anyway, and and that's not even a euphemism. Yeah, not a <laughs> euphemism. I seriously doubt this dork is gonna get me in any. That's it. That's the I seriously I doubt this dork is gonna get me into any trouble anyway. <laughs> right? Have fun watching her play RPGs online for twelve months and testing the body's upper limits on energy drink consumption. 
If you all run into any trouble, you'll be able to contact me here at the DMV three times during your year on Earth. There'll be three candles waiting for you at the apartment when you get there. Light one, and you'll be able to have a brief chat with me. Actually, I have a few more questions. Stamp. Whoosh. Before Dawn could finish her sentence, Kyle had stamped her file. As the stamp hit the paper, a blinding light obscured her vision. She felt an intense rush of air, as though she had begun to fall from a great height. The sensory overload of the light, and the wall of sound created by the gust of air, sent her into the throes of a panic attack, the likes of which she had never experienced. And Dawn had panicked enough for a few lifetimes. Fud. That sounded a lot like a body falling onto a couch was bored. Yes. It really did, honestly. The Foley work here is amazing. Hold on, let me stop my mic from vibrating. Dude, you okay? You don't look so great. What happened? I... Where? How? Listen, buddy, we're in your apartment. It's all good. Take a sec and chill on the couch. Interdimensional trips are hard on non-ethereal beings who experience linear time. Hey, you got any weed? A year isn't that long, and I plan on being stoned to the... Excuse me? But what the fuck am I looking at? It looks like a circuit city exploded over here. Ooh, what's this little guy? That's my... It's a... It's a... It's a streaming service skeleton key. I built it to attach to streaming devices. It creates a fake email... And credit card info, so I can use any streaming services free trials indefinitely. Wow, what's good, little Miss Anonymous? I didn't realize I was spending a year with Miss Robot. <laughs> right, hack the planets is now about that weed. I haven't smoked since college. Ugh, I was afraid you'd say that. One sec. Vamp. Uh, Rita. Bamp. Score. Guy in 202 is Weedman. I don't think he'll be missing this. Did you just steal a bag of weed from my neighbor? Uh, yeah, he might just be really into oregano. Uh, but yes, I did steal a bag of... Ugh, Durban poison? Oh, that's almost as good as breadcrumbs. <laughs> I think it's Durban poison, though. It's definitely a sativa. And I also stole this novelty bong. I'm pretty sure that's a bootleg sailor scout above the stem. It's dope. Fantastic. Oh, oh god. I still feel like I'm gonna barf and then pass out. Have no fear, little buddy. I'll load a bowl for you. Oop, that's I should grab a grinder. And that's the first little buddy of the show. Yeah. Bamf. I remixed it a little. Well, she went to go burgle my neighbor again. Bamf. Bamf. Yikes, he was coming back in as I left. So you can just, uh, teleport? Yeah, but I'm tethered to you. The range is about a hundred yards. And as long as I'm corporeal, I can only jump through space, not time. You could jump through time? I mean, I usually experience past, present, and future all at once. I'm used to sliding around time on a regular basis. 
All right, bong loaded. Human ladies first. You know, you know what? What the hell? Sure, let me add it. Please use my lighter. I got this baby from Sid Vicious. Bong bubbling. Clear it, nerd. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let it out, little buddy. Yeah. You got a cough to get off, little guy. I was looking at Sean when I said that, so I said little guy. Little guy. <laughs> little guy, little dude. Got a cough to get off, little buddy. Also, I don't think that this dude has changed this bong water in, like, a while. I feel a little better already. I should have done this more when I was alive. Well, hey, you're alive now. You might as well make the best of it. Yeah. And in 365 days, barring some hugely altruistic behavior, I'll be going to a hell dimension for eternity. Oh, God. Can you take five minutes to not think about the worst case scenario? Historically? No. All right. Well, buddy, you are going to take the evening off from worrying. Why don't you plug in your TV skeleton boy and we can watch some shitty TV. My streaming skeleton key? I'm pretty sure that's what I said. Plug in your doodad and let's get stony baloney. We'll come at your whole I'm gonna get stuff full of kidneys in hell dilemma in the morning. I guess one evening won't hurt. Atta girl. I'll be in the kitchen making a garbage person snack. Fridge door opening. Fridge door open. Huh. Is there anywhere you like to order food from when you were alive? I'm good with food, but I don't think I can make anything with seltzer water and an expired jar of sofrito. Fridge there are menus in the drawer by the microwave. Drawer opening. Drawer opening. You find them? There's a really good Thai place that delivers. Pill bottle in the distance. Rita, you find him? You okay? Okay, first off, don't freak out. Only magical stuff can kill me. Saying don't freak out is probably the worst thing you could say if you don't want me to freak out. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Listen, I took the pills that you took before you died. Yeah? I took them. All of them. Why would you do that? Listen, 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 listen. You're about to thank me. Why would I thank you for taking sleeping pills? Because, little buddy, they're not sleeping pills. I don't quite understand my fast reaper metabolism, but they've already kicked in. What are they, then? Hmm. Hmm. Molly. Acid. Fentanyl. It's like a fucking cocktail. I think you were murdered. We prove it, and bingo, bango, you get reincarnated. Clean slate. No hell dimension. Seriously? That's great. Grab the evidence and we'll call Kyle. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh no. Oh no what? Uh, ooh. I took all of them. There should have been 
28 left. Yeah, see, but the problem is I took all of them. All the evidence is in my tum-tum. That's the end of the pilot. Thanks, it's a really fun. You all did great. Yeah, so there's our table read, everybody. A remix episode one.